Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Hello and welcome into the second ever episode of Bet the Edge powered by PointsBet. I'm Sarah Perlman alongside me and everyone today, my co-host and sports betting analyst, Drew Dinsick. Drew, how are we doing today? Oh, we're doing swell. This is, again, one of the best weeks of sports of the entire year, and uh, there is a lot to get to today. So let's let's get right into it. Yeah, a lot to get to today and all week. Specifically today, there's just a ton going on. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, we're going to talk all about their point totals, projections in the prop market. Von Zell is going to join us. He likes an under on a quarterback in the draft. So we definitely need to talk about the draft position with him. And then Matt Bernier, of course, going to talk about the Kentucky Derby, maybe steering us away from betting on the favorite. And as always, we will get to the edge of the day, a play that we like all in the next 25 minutes. But as always, Drew, I want to start with you because listeners that, that listened yesterday and probably now forever, hopefully, know that you stay up late. You target the NBA lines at night. You normally email me far past my bedtime and the line has already moved. So what did you target last night? Where have you seen some line movement that's intriguing you? Yeah, the market's <laughs> been wild. Last couple of days, there's been some very uncertain um, positions here. Golden State Warriors flipped from dog to favorite overnight against the Dallas Mavericks. We've seen Brooklyn amazingly come down from six and a half to, to minus six against the Toronto Raptors. Now, why that surprises me is Toronto is going to be without all of their playmaking um, ball handlers. Kyle Lowry, doubtful. Fred Van Vliet, doubtful. Even OG Ananobi, who's been a huge part of their, uh, you know, their 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 youth movement, uh, doubtful in this one. So it's going to be entirely on Pascal Siakam to create offense for the Raptors, which spells trouble against a Brooklyn team that will be with Kevin Durant, with Kyrie Irving. Uh, I love laying the points here with Brooklyn. I my guess is that we see this market reverse course at some point once kind of the full injury situation gets digested and uh, Brooklyn closes about seven seven and a half point favorite. Wow. Yeah, certainly money has, has followed you there. So right now, six and a half available on points bet. I'll take you to a baseball game. I'm looking at the Twins and the Indians. This line opened at seven and a half very quickly on points bet this morning is now up to eight. I'm kind of looking at the total and liking the under. I wouldn't be surprised if it ticks down a little bit. Savali's pitching. Kenta Maeda for the Twins. Savali's been really good. ERA just around uh, two, four, two. But I'm looking at their offenses right now. The Indians offense is producing just 3.8 
1.8 runs per game. That's tied for fifth worst in baseball. And then you look at the Twins averaging just 2.25 runs over their last four. I do think Kentamaida bounces back tonight. He had a terrible performance in his last outing. This guy's the real deal. So I do think this is going to be a game for him to get his ERA back a little bit lower. He also has a .50 ERA against the Indians last season. So I think this is a good bounce back spot. I lean under, and I'll be curious to see if this line moves back to seven and a half. Okay. One more NBA game, a line I know that you like and you're keeping an eye on, which is it, Drew? Yeah, your Portland Trailblazers are <laughs> heading to the Pacers. Portland Trailblazers Ooh. have been one of the coldest teams in the NBA this last couple of weeks. They cannot find a win to save their lives, and that's been trouble because they're sliding down the standings in the Western Conference right now. However, they are finally healthy. Nurkic is back. Uh, CJ McCollum, Dame Lillard have had a, a rough stretch here, but now with the ability to potentially just clean up on the offensive boards, they're going up against an Indiana team that's going to be without uh, Sabonis. He's a huge, huge part of what they want to do, both offensively and defensively. Uh, I really don't see uh, how the pace, you know, excuse me, how the uh, the Trailblazers don't get right in this spot. Uh, I think fair price here is about six, five and a half, six, and uh, we've seen the market come from. Uh, no, Portland minus four up to four and a half. I think it continues to trend in that direction. Uh, and really, this is the start of a little bit of a momentum build for the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, and the market does agree with you right now sitting at five, favored by five. So money has come in on the Portland Trailblazers. They're also 16 and 12 against the spread on the road this season. If you look at the Pacers in their last 15 home <laughs> games, two and 13 against the Ooh. spread. So I think there's a reason money has Not favored good the line that you like in this one. When we come back after a quick break, we're going to bring in Von Delzell, an NBC Sports Edge contributor, does awesome work. He'll talk about some NBA props he's liking and also a very interesting NFL draft prop on the draft position. So stay right there. We'll be right back. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Okay, let's bring in Von Delzell. A lot to talk about with a good friend of ours. But first and foremost, Von, how you doing? It's a crazy week getting ready for the draft. It's been hard to handicap the NBA. So overall, what's going on? Oh, my God. NBA, MLB, NFL, UFC, horse racing. I mean, 
I'm only doing some of that. You guys are doing way more than me, but it's been great. We got the summer weather coming now, so I can't ask for anything else in life besides this. Okay, so Drew just talked about a few NBA lines. I know he's keeping his eye on. You're the prop guy. I feel like every time I talk to you, you're giving out some good some good prop bets. So take me through one that's sticking out to you right now. Well, you got to know your market, first of all. Uh, I went through the first half of the season doing NBA games, and it's it's very tough until you get a rhythm of these teams. I've listened to Drew. Drew had some very, very good uh, topics there, very good stats to back up Portland, especially when it comes to Indiana. My first prop bet is in that game, so I was excited to hear him talk about that. Um, I'm on the Indiana side with Malcolm Brogdon, okay? So Portland is allowing the, mo the third most points per game to point guards. Most rebounds, fifth most assists. Overall, they cannot guard point guards. Dame Lillard, CJ are known for scoring, not defense. Brogdon already scored 25 against them this season. They had some bonus in that game. Didn't have Levert. Obviously, Levert helps out a lot of scoring. Uh, between these two, it's a one-two punch. But Brogdon has scored 18, 24, 26, and 29 in his last four without Sabonis. And they need a win. As we said, it's coming down to the wire. We got this interesting playoff scenario now where the back four teams make it in, and the Pacers are number nine. So they have to win. Brogdon's last five games when they've won or he's played 30-plus minutes, he's gone over the 23.5-point total. So I like that here tonight again. That's a good look. I think Brogdon is going to be kind of the offensive engine for the Pacers here. That makes total sense. Um, and like you bring up, the P Portland is not playing good defense against the guards. It's just been uh, very, very plain and obvious. Um, the uh, Maybe – a kind of a game that's gone under the radar a little bit that I think is going to have a little bit of betting value that we'll get to on the um, edge of the day. Um, we have uh, the Hornets hosting Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. Is there an actionable angle there from the prop market standpoint? Absolutely. Now, I actually like two prop bets in this one. The one is my biggest play of the day. So it's going to be Giannis over 11 and a half rebounds. So you hit on it. This guy, he's, he's playing his minutes now, which is the key thing. He's come back from injury, and he's played 35 or more minutes in four of his last – or three of his last four games, excuse me, and he's grabbed 14 or more rebounds in the last three. But the thing that interests me the most is when he's played Charlotte in the last three games, hold your head up, 16, 18, and 20 rebounds. This guy Ridiculous. Is on the boards. Of course, he's scoring as well. Um, the NBC model, as you can see on the screen, likes him a little bit under his rebound margin. But when you boost his numbers and his minutes, which is the cool thing, the simulator tool has you able to change the lineups in the minutes. Mm -hmm. So you could you could look at the last five game average for these players, throw in the minutes and then go off of those projections as well. And that's what I've been doing. It's been helping a lot. And when you do that with Giannis, it goes a little bit over that 11 and a half mark. So I like it. I got one and a half units on Giannis today. I think he's going to continue to dominate. And uh, to Drew's point, there's another angle. If you follow me on Twitter at VMoney Sports, you know I am all about Money Miles Bridges. Uh, <laughs> he half points. He is a go. This guy has been balling lately. I mean, he's been taking it up a notch. He's hit this mark five or six times in his last seven or eight games. A couple of times he hits that mark just under. It's because of blowouts, which national the NBA stands for National Blowout Association. <laughs> so prop market is tough for that. But I like Bridges. Giannis is my favorite bet of the day, and also Brogdon are three safe NBA bets, in my opinion. Right. Giannis against Charlotte this season racked up 18 boards, so uh, you tend to sell me on that prop for tonight. Oh, 
Let's move into the NFL draft. I know there's a few props that you like here. And one that stands out and that we need to talk about here is Najee Harris. If you look at him right now, available on points bet, you can get under 28 and a half for his draft position. And you lean that way. And I'm assuming it's because of the Steelers. I feel like they have a good say here. It's been 13 years since they took a back in the first round. I know some tractions come on them to take him. But overall, what's your stance? Where do you think Najee Harris is going to fall? So I was shortly, not very long ago, I was a believer that no running backs were likely to not be drafted in the first round this year. But being from Pittsburgh, I have an upper hand sometimes going to talk to sources. Speaking <laughs> so, a couple guys, they've all told me that Najee Harris to the Steelers is a real commitment. This really might happen. Now, there's only offensive line or running back. Those are the two basic decisions the Steelers are going to have. They only have two starting returners on the offensive line from last year. Pouncey retired. That was a big key. Um, but James Conner left. He's on Arizona. Now, points bet does offer the best line possible on Najee Harris. It's at 28 and a half. I got it at plus 100. Sadly, it's minus 110 now. You're only losing $10 worth of value per $100. But it's 24 and a half and 25 and a half everywhere else. So what does that tell you? Yes, Najee Harris to the Steelers is a very real possibility. You got Benny Snell, Anthony McFarlane. Uh, Kalen Balaj and Jalen Samuels as a Steelers fan. 13 years is a long time to go without running back in the first round. Please make it happen. I oh. think it's a real possibility. And uh, from everyone I've talked to, they think that's the favorite possibility landing spot for Najee Harris in the mm. NFL draft. <clears throat> I dig it. It does seem like the tea leaves are reading that way. Let's uh, let me ask you one more quick question. So I've been struggling with this quarterback market. I played it wrong at the top, uh, but all that aside, there's pretty clear that there are more than five teams with, with a quarterback need in this draft. As we, as we look down the board, do you see uh, any value beyond the top five that we know are, that are going to go in round one? There's always value behind, behind the top five. Now, last <laughs> year, was I hit so big on Jalen Hurts. His odds open around the 100. It was like 105, 107. And I was like, that's oh that's, wow. That's <laughs> so I took it down. It went down to 80. I took it. It went down to 72 and a half. I took it. And he landed 53. So another guy I see him in a similar situation here is Kyle Trask of Florida. Now, obviously, not a first-round pick whatsoever. I will not argue with that at all. But he is a stud in his own degree. Now, he led the NCAA in touchdowns last season. He had three or more touchdown passes in his first nine games, four or more in the first six. But what everyone remembers is Oklahoma's game. He, he had a terrible game, no tutties. Three interceptions against them. He got replaced in the game. They lost 55 to 20. So that was the lasting image on Kyle Trask in his college career. But that's not it for me. Now, I grabbed this line at 75 and a half at minus 115. Very happy with that. I said that on the Good Morning Football Show or Good Football Show, excuse me. And then not even the next day, this line's down to 66 and a half. So I'm not saying I moved the line myself, but I'm pretty proud of that one. And I got a good effort. And I think the under still has value here. A lot of people that I've spoke to that are NFL draft experts think there's going to be multiple quarterbacks taken in the second round. Who will that be? Is it going to be Kyle Trask? Is it going to be Kellen Mond? Is it going to be Davis Mills? Well, I think Kyle Trask is the best bet of those guys. Mills gained a lot of traction lately. But when you look at what these guys have done over their college career, their body of work, arm strength, mobility, I think Kyle Trask has the upper hand here. I go with Davis Mills second and then Kellen Mond third. Um, but uh, you look at the odds and it won't tell you that. But I think Kyle Trask is the best bet of the three quarterbacks to land in the second round and under his draft position. There's, there's been some steam 
on my guy, Kyle Trask. And I will say his lasting image as a Florida grad is not that. I think he will uh, get drafted far before 66 and a half at minus 115 right now. There's been line movement to your point opened uh, at 77 and a half. So I'm with you. I think Kyle Trask biased or not that I went to UF will go before 66 and a half on the board. All right, Vaughn, thank you so much for all your incredible insight on both the NBA and now the draft and good luck with all your plays tonight. Thank you guys. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Kyle Trask is going to the Patriots. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm going to bet that later. I could find. I like this. Uh, I like this Giannis over the best. Probably that was the most sound yeah. logic because not only he's absolutely right. Budenholzer, he's shortened his rotation. He's given his starters more minutes. That's absolutely not built into the market yet. And they're actually running at a faster pace with the starters on the floor. So he's going to get. He's you know they're they're uh, they're going to emphasize transition in that game. He's going to get a lot of touches. Right. I'm surprised with the line being where it is on that prop. So I'm with you both on Vaughn and, and, and Giannis, the way how you're saying. Let's bring in uh, Matt Bernier, NBC Sports Edge, NBC Sports, with all things horse racing. And we get to talk about the Kentucky Derby. And I've been bothering Matt with horse questions over the last month or so. So now I get to be even more inquisitive because this is the best week of the year in sports, honestly, when it comes to draft. Now we have the Derby back and fans. So, Matt, how busy are you? How are you feeling? Are you fired up? Yeah, this is always one of those weeks that it feels like it's never going to get here. And then once it finally does, there's a million things going on. But that's part of what makes it so exciting. We've got written content over on NBC Sports Edge all over the place. And obviously the network coverage will pick up on Friday afternoon with Kentucky Oaks. As we're recording this right now, the Kentucky Derby post draw is going on. And I know not to sort of spoil anything, but there are some very worried connections right now because the dreaded one hole is still open and oh. essential quality has not been drawn yet. No agenda, just through the one. So oh, that, no. Look, we'll get no. into the post position situation. I personally am not the biggest believer that the post draw is the end all be all. Having said oh. that, the one spot you don't want to be is the number one hole. So I think if you were a fan of known agenda coming into today, you have to be a little bit more concerned coming out of it. Well, oh, let me follow up here for a second. Known agenda, as we're recording this, gets the number one post that dreaded, as you say, maybe you're not the firmest believer. I heard a lot of people liked known agenda. For the Eddie, yesterday. Yesterday, yes. <laughs> we, we talked a lot with Eddie Olchek exactly about known agenda. 
How will this affect his odds come Saturday? And does this throw you off? Or did you like Nona Gender? Were you trying to back him, Matt? Yeah, no, Nona Gender was a very logical contender in this spot. He's the kind of horse that continues to improve. Todd Pletcher, his trainer, has won two Kentucky Derbies in the past. And in his past two starts, this horse has been equipped with blinkers. And it really has made him sort of blossom as far as his professionalism is concerned. He figured to be the third choice, in my opinion, when all was said and done. Now, when you look at this, I would imagine the morning line might change slightly because of drawing the one post. And first things first, you should probably explain why the one hole is so bad. Effectively, with a 20-horse starting gate, the runner breaking from post position one is breaking directly in line with the inside rail. So you either need to hustle your mount out of there to try to get off the rail, or you're going to be willing to take back and let everybody else slot in front of you, which obviously could create a major traffic situation. So it's not a great thing. Uh, I hate to say that for anybody that was planning on betting this horse. The good news is, I suppose, if you still believe in him, uh, his odds will tick up, I would imagine, slightly because of this. Oh, this is brutal. I th- <laughs> This is deja vu all over again because I loved War of Will a couple of years ago. Yeah. I, I, I was ready to go to war with War of Will, and he drew the <laughs> one. And, that, and he would have won that race, in my opinion. Uh, had he had gotten a better draw, so this is this is brutal. Um, I'm sorry, I guess it's, I guess it's all about sainthood now, Sarah. We gotta we gotta we gotta hope for a, a fair price on sainthood. Can yeah. I ask you uh, an important question? So, for some of our listeners who aren't super involved with horse racing, it's a unique market. It's a paramutual market, which means as money continues to come in, uh, the odds continue to be readjusted, and we really won't know what these horses go off until we get to the uh, you know until we get to the start. Um, and there's been some news. Mattress Mac is back. He's going to throw $2 million on essential quality price be damned. Uh, you know, how, how do you see this? You know, number one, I guess, is this real news or is this, uh, you know, is this nonsense? And number two, if he really is putting $2 million in the win market, uh, that can have a, ma- a major butterfly effect across the uh, odd screen uh, as we get close to race time. Yeah, absolutely. And Mattress Mac is someone, uh, for those that are unfamiliar, not just, you know, we know his his sort of prolific sports wagers that he's made, but he's actually big into thoroughbred racing. He's he's owned a couple of big horses, one specifically named Run Happy, who won a Breeders' Cup race a few years ago. So he's no stranger to the horse racing world. And to your point, the $2 million win wager, it may sound like a massive number, and it is, don't get me wrong. But this is the day that you're going to have just enormous pools where $2 million is still certainly something that's probably going to make a little bit of a, an effect as far as what the odds are concerned. But compared to any other day, it's not going to so dramatically change the price that a horse like Essential Quality likely would have been. Uh, coming into this this morning, I kind of expected he would be somewhere around 5 to 2 by post time. He just drew the 14 hole. I think that's probably a pretty good position for a horse like this to be in. I would expect somewhere around five to two or three to one. Now, perhaps that changes slightly because known agenda now is going to tick up a bit. I would imagine breaking from the one hole. So it's going to be a bit of a, a, you know, a situation that's in flux as we get closer and closer to the actual derby itself. But um, yeah, it's, it's a fascinating time. Anytime you get somebody who is so willing to let it be known what they're doing as far as their wagers are concerned. Right, and Drew, I do want to say that Sainthood drew the five post, and the five post has produced the most winners in the Derby. We talked yesterday on the podcast. 
uh, St. Hood opened at 100 to 1. We saw odds move to 50 to 1. Now we'll see come Saturday where St. Hood stands. Matt, real quick, I got to ask you, there's been, of course, morning workouts at Churchill Downs. Who, what horses have, in, have impressed you? And where are you kind of looking right now at a longer shot to maybe come in in a superfecta kind of situation? Yeah, I mean, I'll give you the horse that I'm going to be betting, and he's going to be probably somewhere in the 12 or 14 to 1 range, and it sounds like he's been the darling of the workouts in the mornings down at Churchill Downs. That's Mandelown, uh for trainer Brad Cox, the other Brad Cox horse in here, who he obviously trains essential quality, who's going to be the favorite. But Mandelown was a horse leading into the Louisiana Derby. He looked like he was every bit as good, if not better, than any of the other three-year-olds here this year. The problem is, in the Louisiana Derby, he laid a complete egg. It was a total non-effort. He ended up finishing up the track nowhere. And it's a little bit of a concern. It's not typically a trend that you'd like to see leading into the biggest race of a horse's life, that you enter it on the heels of a complete no-show. But at the same time, I don't think Brad Cox and company would be pushing on with this horse. They didn't think he had a big chance. And based on the way he's been working in the mornings, uh, again, he's certainly sort of been the bell of the ball as far as that's concerned. So I won't be surprised at all if he runs well. But I'm also not going to argue with anyone that sits there and says, what what happened in New Orleans last time out? Because it doesn't sound like anyone has any real answer for that. Matt, thanks so much. We know you have a crazy week getting ready for the Derby. I'm so thrown off about known agenda. Now I have to digest off <laughs> for a second. But Matt, good luck with the rest of the week. We really appreciate your time. You got it, guys. Thanks. Coverage, of course, for the Kentucky Derby begins on Saturday on NBC at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Drew, it looks like it's me, Sainthood, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, there's a lot of great races, honestly. I mean, I, th this is an absolutely stacked weekend of racing. Friday's yeah. races look amazing. Saturday's races look amazing. And this is uh, this is definitely a wrinkle to throw into the handicapping mix because uh, I was uh, I was all work. I was pretty worked up about no agenda after Eddie gave us that insight yesterday. So right, wide I open now. Too. Well, you know what? Maybe we'll get a better number and the post that yeah, well. horse drew in that one will not <laughs> make a difference. OK, let's move on and talk a little NBA props before we get to the edge of the day. Kevin Durant is back this season he's averaging 27.5 points per game when he's healthy and on the court he scored 33 points in 28 minutes on on sunday against the suns so it was a three and one week for brooklyn they are still in that number one spot in the east now we'll see what happens with james harden but kyrie irving's playing well kevin durant's back what are you thinking of the brooklyn nets as of late yeah, I'm I'm all in on these guys tonight, especially. And again, I think the market is going to correct at some point and it's going to drive up, you know, because fair price here, considering the fact that there's no Van Vliet, there's no Kyle Lowry, there's no Ananobi. Uh, this should be closer to a double digit spread. I think, uh, you know, th this next couple of weeks is going to be pretty critical for Durant to get his legs under him. Um, you know, as it stands right now, they are not going to have an easy path path in the Eastern Conference. Um, assume, assuming they can get the one seed, they may avoid a little bit of trouble. But with you know, with teams like the Celtics kind of hovering in that uh, six, seven, eight range, um, you know, that's going to be a tough trust to Celtics. Heat, you know, both of those teams are extremely tough matchups okay. for the Nets. So I think it's pretty important for Durant to get his legs under him, get a couple of good performances under his belt. And going up against a team like the Raptors without OG Ananobi, who would be the primary defender on a guy like Durant, I think is going to be a good opportunity for him to kind of stretch his legs tonight. Yeah, it seems like he's going to play. Listed as probable, probably a go. His edge projection is 23.9. We'll see when his prop comes out on points bet in just a bit, but something to consider. There's another just great game in the NBA tonight, especially if you like seeing scoring. Uh, real quick, Steph Curry and Luka Doncic. 
Luca scored 27 and 42 points against the Warriors this season. Curry dropped 57 last time around. Do you have a feel on either one of those props? <laughs> I, this whole game kind of, this was the first one I scratched off the card because I looked at it yesterday and I'm seeing the Warriors as one point dogs. And I'm like, you know, and after that Dallas performance last night against the Kings, like, the Warriors, Warriors are one of the hottest teams in the NBA right now. Like, what, what is going on here? So the market really uh, spun me for a loop on that one. I just okay. scratched. I, I just crossed it off because I figured there was something I didn't know. Um, but now with the Warriors as favorites, it's starting to make a little bit more sense. Uh, and re realistically, what Curry has done over this last month has been unbelievable. I mean, I, I'm will completely willing to throw out uh, the one stinker he had against Washington and really look at the body of work as, as more in whole and recognizing the fact that the spacing is better, uh, that, uh, you know, Curry's, you know, specifically his ability to dictate pace and and an offense in these games uh, shall, you know, that that will be the uh, the main driving factor tonight against mm -hmm. the Dallas team. That's that's kind of. It's pretty suspect, honestly. To your point, Drew, you take out that one game, you scored 30 plus points in every other game, but that one against Washington. If you go onto our NBC Sports Edge tool, you could find that the projection for today has them at 36.2. So like the over if you like the prop on points bet. Okay, Drew, edge of the day. You got to go to the NBA. Tell me who you're taking. Yeah, so I'm going to get involved with a uh, a big dog at home looking for the Charlotte Hornets at plus nine against the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, there are two factors that that uh, make you a live dog against the Milwaukee Bucks. Can you shoot the three and can you defend in transition? And both of those answers are yes for the Charlotte Hornets team. Uh, our friend Vaughn brought up uh, the way that Bridges has been playing lately, which has been absolutely awesome. PJ Washington also having a phenomenal season. Uh, and realistically, you know, the Bucks relatively thin. The second unit is going to give up some points here. I think the uh, the Hornets are very live to um, to compete in this one. I would have made the fair price here about seven. Uh, so with the two-point edge, this is my edge of the day. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Just to kind of follow up there, Hornets 11-5-1 against the spread as a home underdog. It's, nice. a, it's a big number. So just to back that up, love it, Drew. Okay, I'll go to baseball. Uh, I'm looking at the Chicago White Sox. First, the Tigers. I like them on the run line, and I will say I heard from points bet they have a little bit of liability on this game tonight, meaning there's been some action backing the play I like, which is always a good sign. I'll take it if money's coming in on the Chicago White Sox. The Tigers are in a, a deep slump right now. They've lost 10 of their last 11. Lucas Giolito's pitching. He had a very bad performance, the worst outing of the season last week, allowed eight runs. I think this is a perfect get-right spot for Lucas Giolito. Um, I think he's going to have a very good game against a slumping Tigers team, and if you look at their offense as of lately, the Tigers score two runs or fewer in each of their last five games where they are on a five-game losing streak. So for me, I'll back the better team with Jose Abreu and your men Mercedes, who is playing out of their minds right now. And I'll back the White Sox and where the money is coming in on points bet on the run line at minus 125 currently. I love it. Let's go Southsiders. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Drew. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening today for Bet the Edge powered by points that do not forget we are on here Monday through Friday. So we'll be back here tomorrow for about 25 minutes to get to all of our favorite plays. Drew, it's been fun. Have a great day on the West Coast. Hope it's a beautiful one. Oh, thank you so much. Best of luck. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.